Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition and helps you create a life by design. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and today with me is the one and only Tailored Coaching Method Chief Science Officer, Dr. Brandon Roberts. And I am very excited about this podcast short because he is going to answer the question, are carbs harder to store as fat? And this is a good one because, you know, fat is fat. So when we take in fat, it would make sense that the body could store it easier as fat, carbs or glycogen, but then there's all this dogmatic approaches with fat diets saying, don't follow a high carb diet. You need to go keto, have an intermittent fasting, insulin sensitivity, lower carbs, so on and so forth. What really matters here? And what is the actual answer? Well, Brandon's going to answer that and he's going to answer it with actual research and science. So you can get the legit answer to the question, are carbs harder to store as fat? And then you can make your best guess at what you should be following when it comes to a macronutrient ratio, because I can tell you this, there is no black and white answer to this question. I'll be completely frank with you because I'm not in the uh, the business of bullshitting you. I'm going to keep it real. And the reality is that everybody is different, but there are plenty of reasons why a low carb approach is not the answer. But is it because it's harder to store as fat? You will find out today and you will find out only with a research-based answer from the one and only Dr. Brandon Roberts. So if you are a returning listener to the podcast, first and foremost, thank you for listening once again and thank you for being a subscriber of the podcast. Make sure you share this episode if you enjoy it and it helps you in any way possible. Uh, if you are new to the podcast, thank you for being here and giving us an opportunity to teach you uh, fitness and nutrition things amongst other uh, topics that we will discuss in the podcast. And I highly recommend that you subscribe to the channel so you can keep listening. And if you like this this episode, make sure you subscribe to it and you leave us a rating and review to show us that you enjoyed it and uh, we greatly appreciate it. So without any further ado, let's get into the episode where Dr. Brendan Roberts is going to answer the specific question, are carbs harder to store as fat? Let's get it. What's up guys? This is Brandon Roberts, CSO at Tailored Coaching Method. Um, so today we're going to cover uh, why carbs are harder to store as fat. So we get this question a lot. Um, and this is based on macro splits, right? So if we are in a surplus or kind of even at maintenance, um, carbs are harder to store as fat. It's very, it's a subtle difference, but over the long term, you're talking like three, six, nine, twelve months, um, it can pay, make a difference in your physique. Um, so what we generally do is we, or I specifically prefer low fat diets right so you're talking like 40 grams 50 grams and when i diet bring that down even lower um, which allows more carbohydrates and even when in a surplus you can kind of increase carbohydrates more than increasing fat unless you're just having trouble consuming enough food right so then maybe there's a good rationale to increase fat um, but the science behind why carbs are harder to store as fat is kind of interesting um, the first point is pretty simple. Um, the thermic effect of carbs is higher than the thermic effect of fat. So when you eat, you have this thing called diet-induced thermogenesis, so your body heats up. Um, it's very, very, very small amount of heat, but it's enough to kind of um, have a physiological effect, uh, short-term and long-term. Um, so with carbs, because it takes more energy to break those carbs down, your body heats up a little more and you burn off a little more energy. And fat is not the exact same fat that you store in your body, but it's pretty dang close. So it goes through um, less of a processing, we'll call it, 
and less energy is used to create adipose cells in your body. Um, so that's the first one. It's just number of of food is higher with carbs. The second one is carbs tend to, this is a tending thing, a trending thing, uh, increase non-exercise activity, activity thermogenesis. Um, so that's basically saying your movement, right? Um, when we eat a lot of food, you kind of get lazy sometimes, right? And you sit around. Um, but when you compare the effects of carbs versus fat, what happens is um, your carbohydrates generally encourage you to move a little more. Um, a little less sluggish is probably the best way to translate that. Um, so that's, again, very simple. There's These are like, you're on the margins here, right? You're like 5% difference, 10% difference. Um, and the last point, and I'll, go to, I'll cover two studies that are, that are really neat, um, is that carbs restore glycogen before being converted to fat. So that's a big deal. Um, so that means if you're training really hard um, and you reduce your glycogen, you can eat more carbs and it'll refill glycogen. Fat can't do that, right? So there's only one place for fat to go. Either you're using it in your body for physiological processes. You know, you make hormones, you have cell mem fats in cell membranes. You have all of these basic things that your body has to keep up with, which is why you need like a minimum amount of fat. Um, but with carbs, right, we use them for all kinds of stuff, but mostly for energy purposes, for glucose. You break carbs down into glucose. Um, now, when we train, um, especially high-volume resistance training in um, physique-style athletes, you see a up to 40% decrease in glycogen. Um, now, the math doesn't work perfectly, but if you think that you have about 400 grams, 400 to 600 grams of glycogen storage, right? You deplete that almost 50%. Now you've got like 250 to 350 grams to their 400 grams, something like that. Um, you need to restore that. And then, so your energy is going to come in, you're going to eat some carbs, those are going to get restored. And then whatever you have left over after this thermic effect of food comes out, you will use de novo, which means new, lipogenesis. So your body goes through a system where you cr are creating fats. And this is not extremely um, energy consuming, but enough to, again, make a difference in the long term. So that's why I tell people, you know, if we're in a surplus, um, it's probably better to be in a carbohydrate surplus than a fat surplus. Um, so let me cover two studies on overfeeding that are pretty cool um, and then I'll give you a little wrap-up and kind of like what a, a practical application type thing. Um, so in 1995, there was a seminal study on overfeeding. It's probably one of my favorite studies, where they overfed participants by 50% of their kind of TDEE or their daily needs for um, energy expenditure for 14 days. So you're talking a 50% surplus. And they were isoenergetic, so they had two groups. One was fed only carbohydrates, and one was fed only fat over their maintenance, right? So this would be like adding 100 carbs versus adding, you know, like the equivalent in fat. Um, and what they found was that when the subjects, and these were swimmers, so they were pretty, pretty active, um, when they compared it at the end of the day, so 
you know, two weeks, not terribly long, but long enough, um, they found that um, there was about a 150-gram difference in the amount of lipid per day that the fat group was having versus the carbohydrate group. And lipids are adipose, so this means that over the long term, you would expect, and this may not hold up completely, but you would expect that um, there's a benefit to consuming more carbohydrates there. Um, so the other study is uh, very similar, but what they found was that the difference in a percentage-wise um, between two similar groups is that 75 to 85% of the excess energy of a carbohydrate overfeed is stored as adipose, whereas 90 to 95% of an adipose or a fat overf overfeed is stored as fat tissue. Um, so this kind of gives us more data to suggest that we want to ideally have more carbs um, versus more fat. Um, now, you're going to have athletes, we're going to roll into the practical application, right? So you're going to have athletes that cannot eat enough food, right? It's pretty rare, but it does happen. And these are the hard gainers, right? Old school hard gainers. And so in that case, you may have them eating like 400 grams of carbohydrate, 500, 600 grams. And you eventually have to bring up their fat. You know, I've, I've had bodybuilders who are eating 600 grams of carbs and 150 grams of fat and, you know, their equivalent protein, like 200 grams of protein. Um, because they simply can't eat enough and fat is easier to pack in calories, right? So a gram of carbohydrate is four calories. A gram of fat is nine calories, literally like double, right? A little more than double. Um, so that's the, the rationale behind that. I think um, I have also found that it's easier to include a more diverse diet when you focus on carbohydrates versus fats like you know you have your good fats you have your avocados your nuts your mixed nuts things like that your butters um your almond butter your, your different types of things um but when you go to carbs you have you know you can add in some different fruits you can add in um some more dense vegetables some more calorically dense vegetables um and then you can enjoy things like simple carbs right so i'm a huge fan of cereal just talking to the team about this and i would love to add in some cinnamon toast crunch right i'm on a bulk i gotta eat some carbs it's easy to add in things that are highly palatable that you can consume fairly easily um so again this is more of an effect for a surplus now if you're at maintenance right you you just want to maintain but you may be able to eat slightly more if you turn that knob more towards carbohydrates. You're, have, you're having a little more carbohydrates than fat. Um, this also keeps you a little more accountable. If you start looking at foods like everything has fat in it, um, even like the, the package of oatmeal that I have for breakfast still has like three grams of fat in it. Um, so it's a way to kind of help you make good choices too. Um, so to kind of sum that up, Carbs are harder to store as fat because of the thermic effect of food, right? Carbs is just higher than fat. It's like 5 to 10% compared to 0 to 3%. Carbs tend to increase neat more than fat, so you move around more. And then what we care about a lot, carbs are stored as glycogen first um, before they're being converted to fat. So that's going to fuel your workouts. 
so I think that's it. That's my take on um, carbohydrates and how they're stored, why they why they're harder to store as fat um, versus fat. And protein, I will add, is even harder to store as fat. But um, that's a topic for another time. So, until next time, guys, take care.